I want to ask a question this evening. What is the most important thing for you or to you being a Christian? What is the most important thing to you being a Christian? Do you have any answer to that question? The most important thing to you. Any answer? Or you are still thinking? What is the most important thing to you being a Christian? Christ Jesus should not be the answer. I need an answer. What is the most important thing to you being a Christian? There's something, or there is a place in which power lies, and prayers helps us to get there. Okay, I'm beginning to like your answers. I'm beginning to like your answers. Friends said, intimate relationship. With Christ and ever said devotion to God. Okay, I'm beginning to like your answers. Okay, you see, the both things have something in common. The both things have things in common, and the both are intimate. Okay. So the question once again, what is the most important thing to you, being a Christian? There are a lot of answers that could be given. I want to hear more answers to you. Okay, I want to ask. Let me ask it in a deeper way. What would make Jesus? Amazed when he looks at you in your life, or which thing would be happening in your life that when Jesus Christ sees, he will be so amazed? Is anybody having any answer? What would be that thing that, when it sees, it amazes him? Or what do we do or you can answer any form of answer? Okay, the question again. I said, "You're welcome, Shalom." I said. What the first question I ask is this: What uh, okay? Let me be plain now. As a Christian, if Jesus Christ should look at your life, what do you think? Is going to amaze him like he's going to be like wow or what should amaze him it should not be personal it can be you see 
It should, be go, it should go beyond your own personal answer. Your righteousness. Okay. I better said our righteousness. Are you talking about self righteousness or God's righteousness? He will look at our works towards his kingdom. Okay, I'm getting good answers. Our faith, he will look at our faith. Self righteousness. Okay. So these are your answers. I want more answers. Mafu Ella, are you there? I want to hear from you. Candy, I want to hear from you. What do you think is going to amaze Jesus? The moment he looks at you. Now, quickly, let's look at the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 11. And let me show you the purpose and the totality of Christianity. Ephesians, chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Can you quickly display to us Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11? Okay, I think I need to quickly do that. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. It says, And he gave some, and he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors, and teachers, and teachers, and teachers. Verse 12. Why? For the perfecting. The word perfecting is catatismos in the Greek. For the perfecting, for the catatismos, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Oh. It says, till we all come in the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Look at this. It says, Unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. It says, Unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Look at verse 14. Verse 14, it says,
Okay, verse 14. It says, That we henceforth be no more children, tossed, towed, and flew, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Now, from everything that I've read, who can pinpoint to me the actual thing that is going to make Jesus go wow? The thing that is going to happen in your life that is going to make Jesus go wow when it looks at you. According to this verse that we just read, these verses. Can anybody give me something out of it? Okay, stay. Let me make it much more simpler for you. Look at verse 13. We posted verse 13, so check verse 13. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. I think you have an answer there. So, what is the key? Did he say when we are perfect? Is it when we are made a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ? So we are talking about full maturity. We are talking about the fullness of Christ. So, uh, When he, Jesus, looks down from heaven and he looks us at Prince and he says, This one is just acting exactly like me. This one is doing everything that I would have done. Heaven will go, Wow. There is another Jesus already on the earth. But what is this fullness? What is this fullness? Of course, you are right. What is this fullness? What is this fullness? This fullness of Christ. And Alberta said that we are no more children being tossed to and fro we are no more children being tossed to and fro you see this is what prayer is trying to do for you and for me so listen to me what should be the purpose if it is the plan of God if it is the will, if this is the will of God, then the next question is, what should be the purpose of prayer? See, that, that means the purpose of prayer is to bring us into this reality. So somebody should display Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. And then, let me show you something. Let me show you something. John, is anybody helping me in this display or, or I'm alone? Thank you, Jesus. 
I want to show you two things. Let me show you one from John and one from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. How many of you here you like you love the word of God? You love the word of God. Look at John chapter 1, verse 16. John chapter 1, verse 16. What is John chapter 1, verse 16 saying? It says, And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. Wait, let's stop again and have a look at this. And of his fullness have all we received. Now, look at the word. It's saying received. That means it has already happened. And it says, And grace for grace. And of his fullness. You know,、um, The previous verse talked about we coming into the fullness of Christ. But the Bible is making us understand we have received that fullness. How did we receive the fullness? We received the fullness when we became born again. We received the fullness when we became born again. <laughs> Amen. So the Bible says, We are born of God. We are born of God. And of His fullness have we received. Grace heaped upon grace did we receive. So he's saying that when, when, when the Bible is talking about fullness, let me see if I can get from the Amplified. The Amplified. John chapter 1, verse 16. Okay, I read. It says, For out of his fullness, abundance, we have all received, all had a share, and we were all supplied with one grace after another, and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing, and even favor upon favor, and gift heaped upon gift. Wow, glory be to God! Glory be to God! Glory be to God! So, the Bible is making us understand that this fullness h a v e already been given. We are not trying to get it, we already have it. So, now if we already have it, how do we release it? What is preventing this fullness from coming out? The answer is the flesh. Say the flesh. 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 So we receive this fullness in our spirit. But it is difficult for this fullness to be seen. It is difficult for this fullness to emanate, to come out.
Look at Romans chapter 8, verse 7. Romans chapter 8. Okay, let's start from verse 5. Romans chapter 8, verse Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. let's leave that. Let's, let's rather read Galatians chapter 5, verse 17. Galatians chapter 5, verse 17. Okay, she has already posted. It says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit do mind the things of the spirit. Now, we receive this fullness in our spirit. Listen, our spirit is a container. Our spirit is a what is a container. Now watch this. Galatians chapter 5. Verse 17. It says, For the flesh lusted against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other. So that you cannot do the things that you would. It says, for the flesh lusted against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. It says, and these are contrary, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. Amen. So when it says, you cannot do the things that you would, He's talking about that which has been given in the spirit fully expressed physically. So the things that have been given in the spirit, the fullness that we have received in the spirit cannot be fully expressed because the flesh lost it against the spirit. Let me read that for you in the Amplified. So, for those of you who just joined, we are talking about the fullness that we receive in Christ. How can we bring out that fullness? Okay, now it says, For the desires of the flesh, this is amplified. It says, For the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit. For the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit. And the desires of the Spirit are opposed to the flesh. For these are antagonistic to each other. Continually withstanding and in conflict with each other, so that you are not free but are prevented from doing what you desire to do. Did you see that? So, the spirit is opposed by the flesh, and the flesh is opposed by the spirit. So, now that thing. That fullness of Christ, according to John chapter 1, verse 16, that we receive, he said, of his fullness have we received. So everything that makes Jesus Christ Jesus, the Bible said, we receive it. But how come we cannot express it? Because of what is known as desires. Desires. Desires of the flesh. Amen. 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 <laughs> so let me tell you something. The hardest thing to rule over are your desires. 
So, desires means you can remain a child forever. Desires mean you can remain a baby forever. So, the question goes Whose desires are you going to take? You see, is it the desire of the flesh and or the desire of the spirit? <laughs> if we live by the spirit, we live. If we live by the flesh, we die. So through Christian maturity, you being exactly like Jesus or you expressing Jesus we can say it's as a result of you choosing what Jesus Christ would physically choose if he was on the earth to do. Amen. So we can say it's also you making the desires of the Spirit, accepting the desires of the Spirit over your own desires. Amen. Glory be to God. So now, what is the purpose of prayer to our desires? What is the purpose? Now, watch this. Jesus Christ said, pray that you enter not into temptation. What is temptation? Jesus Christ said, pray that you enter not into temptation. What is temptation? You being led astray by your own desires. For the woman, she saw that the fruit, (laughs) it was a pleasant one. She saw that the fruit was something that she desired. It was pleasant to the eyes. And it was pleasant to the mind because it's going to make her wise. So now, a temptation was brought before Eve. You see that? Temptation was brought before Eve. But what happened? She could not suppress the desires. So what happened? She was led astray. Jessica said, pray that you enter not into temptation. So it means that Prayer is one of the weapons that can bring us into Christian maturity by suppressing the desires of the flesh, the human nature. Amen. So listen to me. The problem between you and God right now your desires what you really want do you want to walk in the spirit or you want to walk in the flesh now listen to me because of the kind of people that we are you see man is a tripartite he lives in a physical world having his spirit in the spiritual world having his soul in the mental region that is man he is feeling he can be hungry and then there are three things that describes this desires it is the last of the eyes the last of the flesh These three things and the pride of life. These three things defines the desire. So as people choose these things every day, they walk in the flesh and they subdue the spirit. 
So as you agree to walk by these things every day, you stay as a baby. But as you choose, you see, every day you are given opportunity to either choose death or to choose life. Every day an opportunity is being presented to you to either walk in the spirit or walk in the flesh. So you slapped somebody, it was your desire. You slapped somebody. It was your desire to do so. So you slapped him. Although it was not desire of the spirit, it was the desire of the flesh that you slapped that person. So as you agree every time, listen to me, as you agree every time with the desires of the flesh, you remain a baby, you remain in bondage. You see, that which is hidden in the fullness of your spirit cannot come out because there is a blockage. Your flesh has gained dominance over the spirit. But it should be the other way around. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You see, when we hear things like this, we are quick to really um, think that the next day, oh, now I know the truth. I can go out and, and go and just win. You see. But it's not as simple as that. Every relationship, every um, way you relate with men would bring an opportunity for you to either walk in the spirit or to walk in the flesh. In fact, every time you are constantly in a position to choose whether to obey the spirit or the flesh, every time, every time. Amen. So these things are brought before us every day. But I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. Why is it that most of the time we don't overcome? Why is it that most of the time we fail to walk in the Spirit or by the Spirit? Who can tell me why? And I'm going to give you the answer shortly because I will not, you know. Yeah, I want to see what you're thinking. I want to know what you're thinking. You will not be wrong. Just give me what you think. We are convenient with the flesh. No. Do you think a Christian is convenient with the flesh? If he's convenient with the flesh, then he's not a Christian. Because every time we sin, we are not happy. Or are we? Are we happy? Are we always happy anytime we sin against God? Are we always? No, we are not always happy. So we are not convenient with it. We wish that if there was a button that we can press so that we can stop sinning, we will just press that button. You see, we are not convenient with the flesh. Who can tell me the reason why? Why we keep failing to this? Why we don't overcome? Why we fall into temptations? Instead of giving glory to God by overcoming these temptations, just like how Jesus Christ would do. And he said, do you know what he said? He said, the prince of this world is coming against me and he has nothing in me. He has nothing in me. Meaning that Jesus Christ has gotten to a point where he has killed the desires of the flesh. He has killed it. Okay, love said lack of consistency in prayer. 
you are on point. But what would consistency in prayer do for you? What would it do? Consistency in prayer, what would it do? What would it do? Okay, let me just take it from there. Consistency in prayer is going to make power available. As we pray consistently, it's going to make power available. A man who is living in sin has stopped praying. A man who is living in sin has stopped praying. It is that power that subdues the flesh. Now, look at, look at something. And ye shall receive power. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive power. So, we all receive power. That they will receive the Holy Spirit. But you know something? That power that we receive is known. Or we can say it is a resident power. Or we can say it is a power that is in its natural state. Meaning something like, for example, crude oil. It is until... You take crude oil through the process of fractional distillation that you begin to see the constituents of the crude oil. So now, when we pray, what we really are, we are stirred in the spirit. And that which we are, we have power to live. Amen. So now, the power that we receive is not an active power we need to put that power to work it's just like a generator we have received a generator right we have petrol in the generator right but you need to start the generator you need to start the engine the moment you start the engine it starts running it starts running it starts running you see, the spirit is an embodiment of Christ that we receive. The spirit is everything that God wanted to give to man. The spirit is everything that we need. Everything that we need for this life and godliness is in the spirit. So it's just like the generator. But you cannot use those things. I said, you start. You start. Amen. So he said, watch and pray. Because prayer is going to start that engine. Prayer is going to begin to release the life of Christ. Prayer is going to release the power to subdue our desires, our appetites. Prayer. That is why we pray that we will come to the maturity of Christ. Amen. Amen. My God. Are you learning something? Are you learning something? Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. So now, the purpose of all our Christianity is to reveal Christ. The purpose of all our Christianity is to reveal Christ. That Christ that John chapter 1 verse 16 told us that we have received. Our purpose is to reveal him to our world. He said, Jesus Christ said, what is the use of a lamp if it's going to be placed under a table? Like, uh, you, you should not place a lamp under a table. No, if you have a lamp, you should place it on a lampstand so it gives light to the whole room. What is the purpose of you receiving Christ and the world is not seeing it? 
You see, so the reason why the purpose of all our Christianity is to reveal Christ. Amen. And once we are failing in that, we remain babies. We remain babies. Says, let your light so shine before men. Let your light so shine before men. It is now your light. The fullness of Christ that you receive, it is, it is your light. Give it way to come out. For it to come out, it must break through the flesh. Meaning that we can see Christ in the life of a believer to the degree that he has broken the flesh. Oh, Is that not so? Christ can be revealed through a believer to the degree that this believer has broken, dismantled the flesh. Amen. So, if every day I say I'm a Christian, you see, and people are not seeing this thing, it means good, I'm a Christian, but I am a baby. I am a child. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. This is not how I want it to be. I must get to a place where people will no longer see Philip. Where people will see Jesus in me. That is what God wants. Just that they may glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Amen. So now, when we begin to live every day, we think that the purpose of prayer is to get things. No. Listen to me. God is not as much interested in the things you want than what He wants to do. God is much more interested in what he wants to do in your life than the things that you want from him in prayer. So anytime you come to God in prayer, what really matters to him are not the things that you want, but the things that he wants to do. And guess what? Some of the things that he wants to do He's to begin to discipline you. He's to discipline you to a point. He's to break you. He's to totally kill you off, remove you from the scene, and reveal Christ through you. We are all vessels, Christians. We are all vessels to reveal Christ. We are all vessels to reveal His glory. We are all vessels, containers of the fullness to express Him. Nobody is going to see Jesus anymore, but the world can still see Jesus. He said, Because I live, you live. In that day you shall know that I, I am in you and you are in me. So the world would now see Jesus. The Jesus that they could not witness. A man called Joseph. A man called Prince. A man called Michael. Or a woman called God's child, a woman called Candy, is going to reveal him so that people who did not witness him can now witness him. Then they will say, truly, Christ is living among us. Truly, 
Christ is living among us. Truly, Christ is living among us. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. God, help me to emit your fullness. Break me that I may reveal you. You see, when the world l o o k at you and then they see flesh, they can easily identify the flesh. They can say, Oh, he is just like us. When they see you walking in anger, they go, We are not different. <laughs> When they see you being jealous, they can relate. <laughs> We are the same. When they see you being selfish, oh, we are the same. They see you in drunkenness, oh, they can relate because that is their life. That is what they reflect, that is what they reveal. <laughs> But when they begin to see love, no, they can't relate with love. Because love is not a property of the world. <laughs> love is a heavenly commodity that the Lord placed in our spirits so that we can reveal to the world. And when the, the world would see love, they would come to Christ. Amen. <laughs> they cannot relate with love. Joy is a heavenly commodity. That has been placed in our spirit. So that when the world sees that joy, they can come to Christ. They cannot relate with it. That this man is going through things, yet he's joyful. He's not having, he's not having money. He's not even have, having a place to sleep. Yet, all over his face, joy is written all over. They cannot understand. They cannot relate with your constant joy. In fact, they'll be angry. Do you know that some people are angry that you are joyful? <laughs> My God. They cannot relate with it. Peace is a heavenly commodity that the world cannot relate with. Patience is a heavenly commodity that the world. Cannot relate to it. That is why everything today is moving fast. Fast food, everything fast, fast money transfer, everything fast. Nobody wants anything to be slow. Fast transportation, nobody wants anything to be slow. But patience does not mean being slow, patience means endurance. When things are not even to your advantage, <laughs> endurance, enduring with a positive character. You see, that is what we saw about Jesus. He endured the cross. He endured the cross. Sir, So, you cannot even believe that all these things are inside of you. They are inside of you. When are you going to start leaving them out? When are you going to start leaving them out? Every day you are making the choice to follow the desires of the flesh. But it is high time. A time comes. You say, No, let me bring out joy today. Let me bring out love today. Hey, they do things to make you sad at your place of work. They do things. You say, no, I am not. I refuse to reflect the devil. I refuse to reflect the things of the world. I refuse to reflect the elements of the flesh. Today, I am bringing out love. Parastu Pelegi Zosaya. Remos Tabalakas is I. Today I am bringing out joy. Today I am bringing out gentleness. I am bringing it out. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. 
Help me, help me, that these things that you have placed in me, these things that you have placed within me, help me to release them. So as you learn to bring these things out, it shows how matured you have become. It shows how matured you have become. It is when you master this one, that the other things of the spirit, like the gifts of the spirit, would be effectively used, and it will be used without reproach, because the world will see you healing the sick, but they will also see you committing fornication. <laughs> They know that you are not using the power of God. They will say it's not the power of God. Even if it is the power of God. The world will see you fighting. And yet, they will see you raising the dead. They will know it is not the power of God. They will know you are the agent of devil. Because the world understands that saying, By their fruits shall know them. They understand it. Ah. 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 When, when you master this, then the gifts, the working of the gifts becomes effective. Thank you, Jesus. I want to grow. 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 I want to live out Jesus. I want to manifest Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Cost me. Cost me. Cost me. Cost me. Cost me. Cost me. Maybe you have become so conversant. You have gotten to a point where you always agree with the desires of the flesh. But now, it's time to bend those desires. It's time to kill those desires. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth and begin to ask the Lord. And begin to ask the Lord that arise from the desires of the flesh. To the desires of the spirits. There's somebody here. I see you in the realm of the spirit. You have been held by darkness. You have been held by darkness. Now, it's not as if you are held by darkness. You have been held by a certain habit. Held by a certain habit. As you agree to walk in light, it will be taken off. If you permit me to pray for you, that habit is going to be broken. I know it's a habit of sexual immorality because of where I'm seeing the darkness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is holding you down. Don't think it is normal. It is not normal. It is not normal. It is not normal. You have been called to reveal Christ. 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 And this is maturity. This is maturity. Ah. Tonight, that is what God wants to do. He wants to break you. He wants to break you. He wants to break you from those things that, are, that have held you bound. He wants to release you. He wants to release you. That you will see a woman who is not properly dressed, you will close your eyes. You see, some of us, we can no longer close our eyes. Ah, it means something is dead. Ah, ah, it means something is dead. 
Kurabashanda Balagada Papaya Rogu Baragada Babasada Baba. That is what God wants to do tonight. That is what the Lord wants to do tonight. Marabo Seke de Pelegizaya. He wants to break you off. Masafalagada Papaha. I want you to speak to the Lord now. Just open your mouth and speak to Him. I'm going to pray for you shortly. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. His victory or praise will rise. Yes, Lord. Your name, your name is victory. Yes, Lord. Our praise will rise. Yes, Lord. I'm rising tonight from the flesh to the spirit, from the place of defeat to the place of victory. Yes, Lord. By your spirit, I would rise. Uh, yes, Lord. Ah, some people are going back to life already. Ah, your heart has been strengthened tonight. Ah, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You are being resurrected tonight from death to life, from the flesh to the spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I rise. Nothing holds me down. Nothing holds me down. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In your name, I come alive to declare your victory. Yes, Lord. Ah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm being strengthened. I'm being helped. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Yes, Lord. Yes, Yes, Lord. Lord. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I know that some of you, you've made up your mind and your minds have been made. But that bondage in the spirit needs to be broken right now. That bondage bondage holding holding you you in sexual immorality immorality needs to be broken right now. That bondage bondage holding you you in that behavior that that you don't don't want want needs to be broken right right now. Maybe Maybe yours is anger. anger. Father, in the name of Jesus, that which you just showed me right now concerning somebody here, being held by darkness, Father, you are light. Yes. I ask in the name of your son Jesus that it is being removed now. Let it be 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 removed now. Let that appetite, let that desire for these things die. In the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Clear in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. You are strengthened. Say, I am strengthened to walk, to walk in His fullness. I am strengthened to walk in His fullness. 
in the name of Jesus. I am strengthened to walk in His fullness. In the name of Jesus, I am strengthened. I am strengthened to walk in His fullness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Can we celebrate Jesus tonight? Can we celebrate Jesus? Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Let's celebrate Jesus. Thank you, 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 Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want, I want to, to welcome you all to the Spirit Prayer. Amen. I honor you and I honor your presence here. And I see some pastors who are here with us. I'm very, very glad I honor your presence here. God bless you and God strengthens your ministry. Amen. This is the Spirit Prayer Army. We meet every day, 12 midnight to pray to 2 a.m. And then also meet at 5 p.m. to pray to 6.30 p.m. And we believe in consistency in prayer, to pray consistently. So, so we are, we are on, on a 365 days journey to pray every day. And today and happens to be day 105. So immediately it is 12 midnight. We are going to meet on Port Bean to start praying up to 2 a.m. And if you can do this every day for the next 21 days, the Lord is going to lift you up. You would have formed enough capacity in your spirit. You see, many people don't know the secret of walking in power. You see, consistency in prayer is key. We make power available. Amen. Amen. So, in doing this, we have a WhatsApp platform where we are and where we operate from. It is only about prayer, a group about prayer. In case you wish to be part of it, you want to be part of the WhatsApp platform so you can be helped, reminded, and guided. You can just send your telephone number, your WhatsApp number, sorry, your WhatsApp number, and we are going to add you to the platform. You can send your WhatsApp number, I'm going to add you to the platform. I'm going to add you. I thought Alberta was already on the platform. Okay. I thought Alberta was already on the platform. Okay, this is a new, is this a new Alberta? Or a new number. Okay. In case you want to be added to the platform, just send your WhatsApp telephone number. We are going to add you. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And our fasting continues. We are going to be fasting tomorrow, Wednesday. On Wednesday, we break by 6 p.m. If you are not used to fasting, you can, you can break, break by, by 1 p.m. or 3 p.m. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. So, 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 I believe, I believe we've gone higher, 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 higher. And, and I believe, I believe our, life our life would never, never ever, ever remain the same. 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 Okay, okay, yeah. okay yeah. I'm going to do, do that. that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory be to God. And in case you want to support this program, you want to help in any way, you can sow your seed or you can give your offering to this particular number if you so desire. We've gone higher and our lives would never ever remain the same. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Please, this night, no sleeping. Those of you who have been sleeping tonight, no sleeping. By 12 a.m., you should be awake. So set your alarm by 11:50. If you have to eat on time, try to eat on time. If you have to sleep on time, sleep on time. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Can you say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can you say thank you, Jesus? Thank you for your word. Thank you for your power. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will never be the same. I've touched your grace. My life is changed. I will never be the same. My health must change. My hope must change. My life must change. My life must change. My life must change. You can know that you met God. God is not only believable. You can taste and see that the Lord is good. There is an experience that can come in our dealings with God. It is not only to believe.